guys, this is the last part, uh, part four of the alien interview by Lawrence R. Spencer. Hey everyone, good to see you again. You made it to part four. Yay. <laughs> uh, super long book and everything, but it is, it, well, it's not even super long, but it is, it's super interesting and there's like a lot to talk about. I bet you we've done more talking than it would take you to actually listen to the. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's four hours. Yeah, but it's a good discussion. So join us for discussing your thoughts on it is really the idea. Yeah, for sure. Bind us. So part four was starting from chapter 10 to the end of the book. And that was like an hour and a half, which we're going to break down right now. Yeah. Okay. So let's just get into it. It starts with evolution. And, um, and then uh, basically, okay, so like this was, um, this is, this was what Errol, the alien, told Matilda, the lady the, who's doing the Thing. She's like, the theory of evolution assumes that the motivational source of energy that animates every life form does not exist. It assumes that an inanimate object or a chemical concoction can suddenly become alive or animate accidentally or spontaneously, or perhaps an electronic discharge into a pool of chemical ooze will magically spawn a self-animated entity. There is no evidence whatsoever this mm -hmm. is true, simply because it is not true. Dr. Frankenstein did not really resurrect the dead into a, a, a maundering monster, except in the imagination of the Isby who wrote the fictional story One Dark and Stormy Night. So, um, yeah, so she goes into, like, basically, and I've thought about that before, because I've, like, thought, or even in conventional science, it talks about how yeah, they, the, the theory of how this all started is, you know, some bacteria just decided, just started self-replicating at one point, like some cell divided right. quite randomly in some right. water. It came out and walked out, of the, walked out of the water. Exactly. Yeah, and then eventually, yeah, grew eyes and walked out and this and that and then split into every other species and this and that. Um, which, yeah. okay. So, Errol pretty much destroys the theory of evolution. And she, yeah. she, she breaks holes in it, like, big time, that this is not true. Yeah, and I, I don't know how I feel. Because I have to say, evolution has never 100% stuck with... I read Darwin's book myself, and it does a lot of just observations of, like, similarities and stuff. But, like, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't take that to necessarily mean we were all one cell at one point. But at the same time, like what she does end up explaining is that we're basically all like life forms are made by these companies that mm -hmm. are, are are made by ISBEs that uh, have these companies that specialize like design stuff, and that doesn't right. make much sense to me either. Right, because they're companies or what? Like, well, yeah. just kind of like why? What's right. the point in all that? Like, like her explanation of okay, so I guess we can get into that. She talks about um, um, so there's one company called Bugs and what's it called? Blossoms. Bugs and Blossoms, and it helped create life forms, uh, feeding off of other life forms because that because right. that means that the animals didn't. Uh, oh, before that, the animals didn't need to eat and they got the energy from the sun. So they patented the sexual reproduction because it was a way for them to like have self-replicating animals yes. on the planet. Um, right. And then ultimately the food and the sex idea completely ruined the biotech industry, including yeah. the blossoms, and the entire market of manufactured life forms disappeared. So when something goes extinct now, it can't be recreated by tech, uh, because the tech is unknown. She said there's probably records some, uh, somehow, somewhere that one day, if, uh, uh, that one day it, she said there are probably records of how to do it created there, but no one's currently doing it. So that's why the, you have to protect the dwindling numbers of species on earth. And that's why there is some vested interest in why keeping, you know, some of these uh, species alive is important. Right, because there's, yeah, there's no records, or if there is a record, it's at some galaxy far away on some computer pretty much somewhere. That was like, if there's something saved on it. But on the other hand, I had questions about that too. So basically, she's saying that, you know, if, if a species gets destroyed on Earth, 
or anywhere really if it yeah. if it gets endangered it gets wiped out like there's no way to reproduce it easily because the all of the information on it or the programming of it like has disappeared because these bioengineering companies no longer really exist and they don't create this and because we had this um because we have this like self reproduction thing going on with with sexual reproduction and so once it's wiped out like that's it but that to me i felt like we could still access that information because it's still somewhere. I mean, it's got to well, exist somewhere. And then you're kind of going like, okay, so then does that mean animals aren't isbees? And does that mean that like, and, but then we are isbees as well. Cause like we're part of this thing or sorry, yeah. we're part of the manufactured. We were created. We were like, according to arrow, we were not, um, evolved from apes. Um, so then that's kind of like, okay, well, well, yes. so this every time a life form is re self self replicated, how does oh is it thereby animated by an isbe or not? Because that's a little bit confusing. Well, I don't know, but it's self replicated through like reproduction. Then what? Yeah, what does that mean exactly? Um, well, she what, also what she almost say? talks about how like like um, where does this go? I talk about how oh. It's kind of like, she basically almost gave me the impression that like we're attracted to orga orgasms or something whenever we're in our ISB form, like the, that, um, that electricity between two people or whatever is what, it's like we're attracted to pain and, and pleasure and, and beauty or something. And so we yeah. come at that, like, so we get stuck into that and that's how you get like, oop, you get caught into, all right, right. Now I'm in this body. Yes, and, and, and then other, um, other species like cows, I think she uses an example, if that was right, cattle, well, she said cattle, that you, they, would be, they would be more like attracted to smells, so their hormones would be attracted to smells, and that would get them like reproducing again. So yeah, we already know that about biology, right? Like that's, there are these hormones that we all have in different species, and that's what brings us wanting to, to do it again, because of the the pleasure of the physical, but then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, so your original question was like, so does that mean that like, I guess, are you asking like, is an animal consciously creating itself? Like when it's reproduction, like, like as we are, as or is humans? a soul like, you know, like for me personally, I like, I don't, I am, I think that just because we think that we're more evolved and that we are the consciousness of the, of the earth or whatever, we have this sort of, we as in human beings seem to have this notion that we're, we have a soul and animals don't, or that right. we have like, like we're better than they are, or we're more evolved. Than and I don't, I, I don't ascribe to that actually. Um, so I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. So for me, I'm just kind of going like, this almost kind of, I don't know, this kind of seems like a, that, that kind of thing where it's like, well, it doesn't really talk about the life forms having isbees, as it were, like spiritual mortal beings animating them. Well, it's, she did say that everything, it says eventually a new life form was endowed or animated with a life force or spiritual energy before before being introduced into actual planetary environment for final testing. That was when she was talking about like how a species or an organism makes it to a planet. And so it would do all this previous testing in these laboratories. And then once it landed on the planet, it would be the final testing. And that's where eugenics came in or what I kind of thought of as evolution until she mentioned eugenics. So eugenics was like the choosing of the, the best and the best species together in order to move or, or parts of that species in order to move forward and create like a another one and that would be like evolving in its in its environment which is where i thought maybe evolution would come in and that at that stage but i'm not really sure but then um but but the point about the that like everything was animated with a life force or spiritual spiritual energy so everything has a spiritual energy regardless of whether Okay. You know, whatever is here in the physical world, but I don't know. At some point, that that means that there's consciousness, right? So, like, a, you know, what's conscious and what's not? Yeah, but at the same time, it feels like to be, to be. Uh, she also kind of talks about how to be incarnated at this time is you're in a prison, 
just like it's it's actually undesirable too so it's like what is it like do you create life forms and people are um i mean because even if you're an elephant on earth or an elephant in mars or wherever it seems like uh that's still almost like a form of imprisonment if your is venus is incarnated in the in the biological meat suits instead of like the um she said there was a hierarchy of isbies like a class system for them and that um the highest class was a free isbe and right. that they can go in and out of bodies at will provided that they don't destroy or interfere with social economical or political structure yes so that and then other ones would be like ones like us who are stuck we're on the lowest form yeah the class system and plus where if we're imprisoned here then we would be considered that i think the imprisonment really is that we're just not aware that we're is or that our memories are erased that our memories are erased so it's not that we're actually in the physical world i don't think that's the prison the prison is that we can't we can't remember who we really are and get out of it at our will if we okay. wanted to because the like she was talking about how like we get like isby's decided to get into the physical world because they were enjoying this whole idea of being in this physical body because of the sensations and it was like kind of a game but then they got stuck in the imprisonment of of the body where it was like they were only focused on the body and couldn't ever get out of the body and so then there was that whole like imprisonment of the body hmm. point okay. but but yeah. Then, yeah, because it was an Isby's choice eventually. Like they were the one who was kind of, they were like playing around with it. Like, oh, let's get into, let's do a physical thing. And then like experience and then, and let's move out of probably these class systems and go try it a different one. And then got stuck in it. And I wrote down that like, it was just like some designs were sold to the highest bidders and others were custom orders. And then, and so like basically all of, all of, all of, um, all of nature is engineered so like it'll be like um the ecosystems of they they would be like oh well this plant needs to be pollinated so we have to create a bug that can pollinate it and right like the symbiosis like yeah. yeah like seem to work together but then that made me kind of go like but then if every isn't everyone made and why would something like why okay, okay i don't know i just think it's like why if i was if i was this animated life form that was created like why do i want to make um other like why why do you why do i want something else to be made i don't know i understand like what what my motivation would be for having a bunch of necessarily a bunch of animals that seems like one person's dream like that doesn't seem like that would be well i see what you're saying but i think maybe this she did say that isby's um, like had two things in common. There was like a common denominator. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I did write that down. Okay. The, uh, yeah, every envy is basically good following, and they usually follow the golden rule, like they don't want done to others what's not done to them, and that they pretend not, oh, I know that's a different part. Yeah, that's um, something different, but she, yeah, she says like there are two things, and like Isby's basically like when the second thing was that Isby's like, oh, like to, to be admired. things, and they like to be admired. There's their creations to be admired. And like, I was like, wow. So that's where the, I felt like that's where the ego came in in a sense, because it's like, yeah. I don't know. But the first one was, what was the first part? There were two parts to that. Like the Isbees that we all like these things. One, two, I don't know. And then it talks about how dimi Isbees diminished our own power in order not to uh, injure other Isbees. And this was like a trickery. Um, because it was trapping isbies inside of our own bodies because like if we weren't as if we weren't if we were powerful and then wound up hurting somebody we didn't want to hurt them because isbies generally are good and really don't want to hurt anybody and then we had like this feeling of remorse and then we would um, lower our own abilities in order not to hurt them and that's right i feel like where we're kind of stuck in now yeah my my notes do say isby's desire admiration and the entire universe is made of unadmired illusions basically uh, and that some universes are co-created illusions and that they play they play god and they pretend that they don't know yes all and they solve problems and this solves a problem of boredom oh yeah that's the thing oh the boredom don't like that was number one right uh, yeah yeah those were the two things that isby's have in common
And then the, the and one of the rules in this universe is that energy be, can be created but not destroyed. Right, exactly. So if we're constant, if we're if it's constantly recreating in the physical universe, then that would kind of make sense as to why something else gets created. And then she says, she says, say, okay, so we pretend not to know and we forget that we are pretending. So on Earth, the propaganda is taught and agreed upon is that the gods are responsible and that the human beings are not responsible. You are taught that only a god can create universes. So the responsibility for every action is assigned to another Isbi or another god and never oneself. So like that's part of the game. But then that, but then that, that kind of goes into like that's a conceptual uh idea of imprisonment rather than a physicality prison but she also does seem to allude to that there is some sort of structures that have some hypnosis on our planet that if those were broken it would help us get out of that yes i yeah i thought the same thing i was like so because because again i mentioned this in one of the other videos that old domain the old domain i'm sorry the old um the old empire is is put into quotations the domain is not put into quotations, but every time that the the old empire is is mentioned, it's in quotes. So why is that? And then to me, that was like a metaphor for our like perception of imprisonment rather than the actual physical imprisonment. Okay, because yeah. it was yeah, because then otherwise she she talks about the domain and that's not in parent in, in quotations. Or, or maybe it could just be like that it 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 once was and is no more so it's the old oh. i mean maybe uh -huh. i don't i don't know but right that's 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 true because if they now took it over if the domain now exists it, uh, and, occupies yeah. this area then there's only remnants of it and i think that the two are linked anyway like the physical imprisonment and the conceptual imprisonment once we realize that we're all these are all illusions and we're creating all this and we're all immortal beings and we're all powerful and all knowing and all that and once we all kind of get onto the same page with that then the physical imprisonment will just kind of disappear anyway it doesn't it's well, like they're connected and then right before like so errol gave um matilda like a 24-hour notice saying that she's gonna be leaving your body um right. and and she you know like she said like even with with their spacecraft she's like examine away see what you can reverse engineer yes. some of the metals and stuff aren't aren't yeah. gonna be found here which i know like like a lot of like stuff like linda moulton Hall and stuff talks about is like um there's this business magnesium alloy thing that they've found on these things when it almost looks like it's 3d printed layers of metal like it's like something that we couldn't do right now because like our metalology or is all about like melting and fusing like all, everything together and this is almost like um it's like finely thin different layers of metals that we don't and oh. we don't know how they fuse like the, the like example piece that they have yeah huh. yeah like there's some kind of structure anyway so um so she's like, and then like when I leave this body in like 24 hours, she's like, you know, you can do, I don't have any attachment to it. I can get another doll anytime, but you know, like you, you won't be able to recreate anything from it because your technology is so far removed from where we are with that. But you know, so whatever, go ahead and do what you will with it, but it's not going to really serve you well because it's not biological. Or mechanical. Or mechanical. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, and then she did say right before she, she left her that she's like, so she basically said that um, you would have to destroy these devices in order to regain your memory. But it, like she doesn't. But that say wasn't what the was. only way. That wasn't the only way. That was only one way that the that domain was, was looking at. That that's yeah. Because for me, again, the walk, the takeaway was once we remember or choose that we want to remember, then that's when we're going to be able to like get rid of these um, like over time get rid of the like forgetfulness because matilda re brought back some of her memory so she said she was said, said by the end of the book you know when i leave my body i'll have forgotten and kind of gotten into it started from a baby again and, and going through this whole process again having not remembered but at the same time she'll probably remember more quickly well because yeah. so matilda is part of the this is where it's right. revealed that matilda yes. is part of the, the three thousand domain members that like eight thousand years ago and the like pakistan or whatever were were down in some expedition and caught um so she 
she's identified as one of those. And then so she says that, yeah, she still is going to have to go through the karmic cycle until the domain can figure out uh, the amnesia trick. But for now, it has to be an inside job. So it yes. has to be something where they figure out. And apparently, um, they've identified all the 3,000. Yes. But um, they still can't get them out. Yeah. But the, again, this was in 1947. And I feel like so much has happened since that time. Um, so, yeah. and it says, and if humanity is to, is to survive, although I guess this is more like humanity. I don't know if it's like the breaking away from the imprisonment system, because the other thing is basically she's like human race um, will, will continue to shadow box the domain forces. I put in bracket, like in parentheses, as long as it's the human race. Meaning my, my thought about that was like that we have to evolve in a difference to a different species that's not human, that's, that's like different than human because within these human prototypes, we can't really get to this so other level. maybe it's like that's what this hybrid programming stuff is about? I think so. Because it, she already says there's no way a physical body can go into or right, even space, even outer right? space, it's not it's not space. ideal for that. Yeah, I remember her talking about right. that. So so yeah, at this level of being like on the whole cast, this like we couldn't even get. So we have to evolve past that in order to actually, or to to leave our bodies, like to get new bodies, basically, in order to at least get to the next level. Yeah, well, she says the controlling baboons or the prison guards keep uh, keep us divided. But then she also said the biggest weapon of the old empire is our ignorance of what they did. Right. So right. So and that's then, huge. Yeah, and then she talks about how um, you and you had mentioned this last time, but like how an ISBI can inhabit more than one body at a time, and then part time while sleep did like like and some some people think she talked about too. Matilda said after 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 Errol left, which we'll talk about that in a second. Matilda kept having telepathic communications with her for the rest of her life, and she said that like there she was able to resume some of her duties with the domain part-time like uh -huh. as well as other people who were doing that too um in the dream state in dreaming like part-time while sleeping and it's interesting because i'm not saying i'm one of the three thousand or whatever but i do think i go to work when i sleep yeah i hear what you're saying like there's a lot that happens or you feel like energetically different while you're sleeping uh -huh. And I feel like there's like a whole other world that happens when I'm sleeping that I, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. Like sometimes I remember it, sometimes I don't, but um, yeah. I always know it, it's there. And like sometimes I wake up exhausted because I'm like, dang, that was an intense <laughs> like dream right. session. I worked a lot. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then like, let's talk oh, okay. a little bit about- oh, can I Wait, wait, I yeah. wanted to start, I just found it. Chapter 13, the eventual destructions of these devices may, may make it possible for your memory to be restored simply by virtue of not having it erased after each lifetime. Fortunately, the memory of an ISBI cannot be permanently erased. And then um, in, if humanity is to survive, it must cooperate to find effective solutions to difficult conditions of your, of your existence on earth. Human must have, uh, arrive above its human form and discover where they are and that they are isbees and who they really are as isbees in order to transcend the notion that they are merely biological bodies. Once these realizations have been made, it may be possible to escape um, your, current, your current imprisonment. So I think the, the consciousness, that's what the whole mass consciousness is about because like if we get to that certain point, then the imprisonment will like, that's the inside job. We'll have, we'll have broken through our own imprisonment of this, that we're, that we're not gods. What, yeah, which is interesting because like I can I can conceptually get behind all this, but yeah, exactly. Like, uh, okay, like to like, do it. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. I'm a god. I'm creating all this. It's, it's funny too because like I always I remember saying when I was, I've always had this thought, but I'm kind of like this literally could all be everything that you experience is in your head. It's like it's this could all be just all this is all from my perspective which from my perspective, it is all from my perspective. And like, I was like, I could literally be the only one alive and just dreaming this. And my mom, I remember telling my mom that when I was little and she's like, there's some sort of psychological word for that. I don't know, but it's something that only children have. And it's like an ego thing. And it's no, it's everybody. You're not the only one alive, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be like, I'm not saying I'm the only one alive. I'm just saying, like, I think this could all be in my, in my head. head. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're totally right. But I guess it, it, it could be in a way. Yeah. Well, it always, I think it is. It's like, you know, the old adage of like, did you dream that you were awake or were you awake and you were dreaming type of thing? You know what I mean? Like, right. did you wake up from your dream or did you go, or did you go into the dream worlds when you were awake? Like, you don't really know. It can, it's a whole mind game. It's, you can go crazy thinking about it. You're, you really can. But even it just bought, like this whole hierarchy bothers me. Hierarchy is not something... <laughs> I'm a like, <laughs> I really have, I really have an issue with hierarchy. Like, um, in even, but even her saying that like, oh, well, we're the highest, um, the hierarchy of the class system of the ISBEs throughout the, the old empire and the domain, uh -huh. which is, um, you know, the, the, she's a free, in quotation marks, ISBE, and they can come and go in the bodies provided that they don't, you know, mess with the other, mess or destroy it. But I'm like, who is your police of this? Like, who is like, Oh, right. Um, well, maybe it's the collective forces of ISBE that decide that. That doesn't seem so free to me. I don't know. I, 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 and maybe... Right, that's a good point. As, assuming, well, okay. Then and, there's no interference, but assuming that you break that in, or you interfere, then you would probably be pushed automatically, karmically pushed to another class. Like through your own your own kind of auto um, regulation that you've kind of like, you know, misused your, your, your freedom. Right. Maybe. I, I don't know. This is why I think I'm in prison because I, it's, it says that even, even, even though we are still here, we're like, um, we, we are the essence of, you're the essence of you. So even, even though you're reincarnated a million times, like you still have, there's, there's still like elements that are still you. And I'm just like, mm, no, like I, I, I've always had authority issues my whole life. I just don't know. I just think it's one of those things where if I'm here in prison, if this is a prison, I think it's probably because I'm, I'm definitely one of those um, nonconformist. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you were put here in the first place, yeah. you're like, I don't, I don't buy that. I'm like, <laughs> like what is it, sir? No. No. Like, all right. You know what? There's this place called Earth. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> You're headed there right now. You're going to be attracted by those beautiful bodies. But then again, it does go back to the whole, um, yeah. it, it does go back to the whole, like, Peter Pan thing where, I'm, like, we're just, we capture you, and then you release us, and then we capture you, and yeah. like, it does feel like this is a giant game. Right. And we're, and, and the way I thought of it, too, is that we're actually a part of ourselves a part of ourselves, yeah, a part of ourself is at each level of the class system, if that's the way you want to call it. I feel like it was lack of words, lack of good vocabulary. I didn't like the word class system either because yeah. it was, or, or caste system. Sorry, it was, maybe it was a caste system or, no, I think it was class. Yeah, I but guess anyway, you, yeah. you could look at that with the, the um, what is it, um, what people always talk about, oh, my higher self. Right. That's what I was thinking. As, as our higher selves are on different levels. So we have already had, or we want, or we will have the experience of being a high, the highest class, you know, we'll be the soldier class. Cause like, for me, I feel like naturally, like, I'm like, wow, even the soldier classes that, that seemed to me weird too, because they were using weapons or they were remotely controlled. So then I thought, well, if they're being remotely controlled, then how are they even conscious? Um, yeah, and that's actually a, a class be their own ego yeah so that was confusing to me but then I thought that's something that I would just have an aversion for I wouldn't want to be a soldier because it would probably entail like I don't know authority again or like possibly hurting others and like that just made me not want to do it. but then I thought well at some level I have and I will and I am experiencing all these things anyway so what's the difference like I'm not gonna like you can't deny that you're at every level a p an essence of yourself is at every level yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that i think that's true or has been yes in the eternal now so what was the point that i cut you off when you wanted to go to i don't remember <laughs> the last chapter i'm not sure um yes i mean uh 
this this oh the prison sorry go ahead okay good um no go ahead that's fine the prison says that um it's the prevention of looking at your own soul so your own soul so the paradigm of science is that science is the creation of all and that the creator is nothing and religious religion says that the creator is all and that the creation is nothing and the extremes are the bars of the prison cell and the prison is actually the prevention of looking at your own soul in all of its forms and all of its wholeness yesterday i heard something like if you were to deny your um your soul like your your shadow parts and just want to look at like your bright side and your positive self then you're really not being complete about who you are like you're not looking at your whole soul because your whole soul has experienced it all mm -hmm. but sometimes i also don't understand what that means by looking at your shadow self in terms of like is that is that does that mean just like looking at it without judgment or looking at it without like without um like shaming yourself over it or or like what like um like sometimes I need like applicable ways in which like it would be nice the thought form of thinking about like what that really means to examine your shadow self. Well, that's a that's a good question. Probably those points too, but for me it was more like just acknowledging the fact like you could we all want to put on, you know, we put on our mask and present to the world who we who we our would social like media to be. faces, right? Our social media faces exactly when really we could be having you know other thoughts or other actions or words in and those are there are dark selves and you could look at even the worst if you were to look at like the worst thing you could possibly think of that's happening on earth at, in this prison and you can imagine a lot of horrible things and you think that you're not that then you really have to examine your soul again because you are i mean we all are if you look at like i mean it's horrible to think about but if you think about like Human child pornography, yeah. human trafficking, yeah. like the bottom of the bottom. And, and you think like, well, that's not me. Yes, of course, that's not you. Like you wouldn't engage in that, but you have to really look at it to say there's some part of you that actually is that. And it's like, ev we are everything. If we're all connected, then we're, there's nothing that we're not. And so like, to me, that's the shadow self. Like, let's, I'm not gonna, I can't fully deny that that's not who I am because maybe I have lived that in another life. Maybe I was a perpetrator, maybe well, I was a victim, maybe whatever. And I did hear an analogy recently that's like we're all like raindrops in this ocean, right? And one of these raindrops is you, but one of these raindrops could have been Hitler, but it doesn't matter because you're all in the same body of water. That's right. Right. And, and at what point can you separate one drop from another? Like how do you, like a molecule of a, of a drop, mm -hmm. at what point is it actually solid? Water is not solid. So how do you separate drops? Yeah, but I like your point about also looking at yourself without judgment, because then if you say, well, if I could be that person that I so despise, why do I despise a person or a person's actions so much? There must be something that I don't like. So I have that thing inside of me too. Let's look at it. And I feel like that that's really the way to like break free of that, to not just deny it. It's like suppressing, suppressing it, but suppressing it doesn't really help. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I also feel like for me, just in the last couple of years, I've gotten better at that whole, um, I no longer, um, I don't, I don't, I no longer care whether or not I change someone's mind or influence anybody to think like I think or care about the things I care about or anything like that, because like it, there's value and it really desirability in us all being like, like different political beliefs, different spectrums of everything. Because like I said, like if we are all like this same source energy or whatever, like who doesn't like boredom, like let's just say that, uh, then we, we, aren't, we aren't here to be ide like identical to each other. Right. You know, like it is, it is cool that you have people that be completely polarized on two different subjects and yeah. Like it, that's it, our, that's our asset. That's our greatness. Not our, not, not our weakness and our thing that we can be annoyed at them about. Yeah. yeah so exactly. that's, that's one of those things where like, now I'm kind of going like, okay, like for instance, like I'm not a sports person, you know, and for a lot of times it would be like, people would be like, hey, 
did you did you you know they'll say something dumb like hey, you want to come to a Super Bowl game and watch the blah blah and I would just be like oh like annoyed and now I'm just like I don't I don't know I don't get annoyed by that kind of stuff anymore I'm just like all right well yeah you know it's like that's their thing that's cool and I'm glad that they like that and I and then glad that I don't like that you know right exactly that's just like another another facet of the diamond. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's just, it's so much. You could look at this and read but it. But that, that also it. makes it weird, though, when, when it says you can inhabit more than one body. Right. But that makes sense to me. Because, again, if we are, if, if we can, if a part of ourselves is at different levels or different places, and, and the whole is, be, is beyond time and space, which was another point, then you can inhabit bodies which kind of is a little bit freaky because then I'm like, how conscious of uh, am I in that body? You know, I don't know. Right. But I guess if you think about it as like, we like to think of past lives, right? So you inhabited another body during that past life, but at the same time, maybe that was a different timeline, but there's no past, present or future. So why can't you just inhabit another body like at the same time? I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, Okay, I I had a thought the other day that was kind of what. It's not that I don't think that it's not true or not, but what kind of doesn't I don't like, what is the I don't like that we forget this experience, this consciousness, and like if we do, because um, it almost seems all for naught, you know. So I'm kind of just like, ooh, like how do I how do I get. Um, uh, on top, or how do I get okay with? Not that this this experience doesn't matter, like this time that I'm Nikki doesn't matter, but how do I get okay with the non permanence of it? Like that's, you know, and 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 for me, it's kind of like it's. I I know the essence of me might exist still and go on or whatever and be in another incarnation, but um, I I just like some part of me is kind of going like. I just want some memory of, of this in order for it all to be for naught. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I hear you. I know. I feel like that's part of the trick. <laughs> and so if I was, if I was, if, if my essence was essentially divided, uh, like uh, would, would it die in half-lives? I don't know. Or, or not. Yeah. You know, would it dilute? Would it be too diluted? If it, yeah, that's sort of like what I'm, I'm kind of feeling. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't know, because the other thing is like Errol, if Errol existed for all these millions and quadrillions of years, of years yeah. trillions of years, right, and remembers all of her lives and experiences, like does that, does that mean that she remembers like all of the details of all of the lives or she remembers the essence? Like she remembered working for this company. Well, right? it almost feels like she was continuous though. It's not right. even like she had she to her lives, she just never has died. Well, she realized that she never died. Like she never forgot. Like we, she may have actually well, incorporated, she may have incorporated, like she incorporated this doll body. So at some point right. she got to that rank, but then she had probably a different doll body at like some other point in her career because she was not at that rank. So she probably remembers having had this different body and never forgot. So maybe if she decided to take on some other body, for X amount of time, she would have remembered that fully. Like the difference with us is that we just forget it after each lifetime because we're stuck in this like prison system type of thing. But if we were to remember, maybe our lives would be longer or we're also in the human prototype that only lives like 60 to 150 years, so they say. So like, that's, that's the other thing, like multiple, like you said, maybe it's getting diluted each time, I don't know. Well, it's even like, do you like, have you ever like looked at your hand and remembered what it looks like when it was like this big, when it was like five? Like I, sometimes I do that. I'll be like, I, I'll, I'll look at myself and I'll be like, I remember, I remember my kid body too. Like wow. I, 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 like, and like, sometimes I try to consciously remember like all the, the ways that the cells in this hand have, have developed over time because that like a lot of times it's hard to do. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I couldn't, I can't tell you exactly what my hand looked like when I was 16 versus eight versus four. Right. Versus 37. Like I am now, I can't, I, I mean, it's a very hard, hard thing to do, but we've all, we were all babies. Right. I know that that is a hard thing to do. I can't remember. Like, not like to that point where, where, 
like you your remember like where you can your look hand. at this thing and remember what it was yeah i think it's cool when people do those whole like oh i took a picture and you see like the picture of the person of the person from the beginning of their life until like age six and you like go through and you're like in two minutes it's you know a picture that oh, they took right. every day it's like whoa and then you can really see it but yeah I've, i haven't i haven't done that where i'm like oh look at like my hand you know looking at my hand as my baby body okay well let's finish real quick on the um the what they did to errol okay so this like uh when she once she announces that she's only gonna be here 24 hours later they they then kind of um the the gallery or whatever takes um matilda aside and they like try to be like okay well before you know we need you to ask her some of these questions before you go and she's like she's not going to answer them she doesn't answer things she's giving you all the information that she's going to give you and they're like yeah well we need you to you know i uh we still need you to have her like sign a transcript of everything that you guys have talked about it's printed out we need you to sign this so that you know she can uh verify that how you translated it was was correct and okay that is like an awesome uh clause for the way that this book would work that they would even have this information <laughs> you know but i'm not i don't know it seems kind of a little bit redundant but anyway um so then they go into uh, so she does it so matilda does it they go into the room and uh then they they do this dumb thing where they like attack errol and they try to do like electro shock therapy is that what is that how you interpreted that um i know i don't know i thought it was it was like to me it almost reminded me of those like defibrillators that they were trying to shock her but i don't yeah i guess like what you just said yeah i don't know yeah, exactly but, what they were saying. yeah like, and what was the intention of what was the motivation wasn't just to to make her fall like what would that have done yeah i don't know that seems so dumb it's like okay so oh hey well this alien from outer space who uh is that we've been talking communicate telepathic weeks in a room where this now we're we think we understand how to get it in that grid system we're just gonna give it some electric shocks uh and it won't leave uh anyway yeah it left and uh errol left her body like as they came in the room and so they killed her basically yeah well that's another way yeah. of saying they killed her right well she left she left before they killed her is what she well, but I think she was gonna leave because they were gonna do this. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so maybe in that sense they killed her, but she she left, and there since she's immortal, obviously she's not really. They didn't really kill her, but she left. Right, but for in our in our um, perception perception, we took the animation out of the <laughs> the body. Uh, yeah, yeah, we killed her. Uh, which was kind of dumb and pointless. And who's Dr. General Doolittle? Is he famous or something? Well, I, the only Dr. Doolittle I can think of, I was trying to figure out what year it was, because I was like, wasn't Dr. Doolittle like the guy who loves animals? There's a new movie coming about him soon. Dr. Right, Doolittle. I thought it was, a, yeah, I didn't but know. I, it was I was like, I think that was 1800s. I don't think it's the same guy. I don't know. And she mentions Charles Lindbergh was in the room. Yeah. Ever they were trying to like, uh, or ap was it afterwards or after the body yeah. was, anyway uh like right around that point right around that point so that was and i know him he was like the right pilot guy um but okay so then they they take matilda and they make her go through like truth serum and like lie detector tests and try to see if she was you know being honest about all this and then they discharge honorably discharge her she was able to keep the transcript without them knowing and um and she said like uh, I can't remember how long after, but sometime like was like within a year or so afterwards, she was in her room at home, like away from military. And Errol, like voice came back into her head and was like, "Just let you know, I'm okay. It's fine. I did leave the body at that time when they came in, right. and uh, you're part of the three thousand and whatever." And then she continued to have conference with her um, on and off for the rest of her life, apparently. And continue yeah. to start working back with the domain right yeah on the dream on the dream state right yeah 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 it was a it was a good ending good ending to the book 
<laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had some questions. I was like, so they put her into this witness protection program. They sent her off to Montana. And then she never said anything to anybody and hit these transcripts and then sent them to um, this dude when she was like in her 80s. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, my impression was that she wrote her those notes she wrote them now, right? Like, so any of the notes that weren't the transcript that were her personal notes were written at this point. In yeah, her like life. her, like her reflection on them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I still had some questions about the way the transcripts went down because it said like, oh, you know, I went and she, she went and, and, and said the, gave the transcript the stenographer or like sorry said the interview to the stenographer at some weird point i i never felt like it was clear as to how that was done um okay so then then let's talk about what what rings true for you what doesn't ring true for you what's like what about this whole entire thing is bs and what about it is like you're like yeah i can buy that i can get behind that Oh, okay. Yeah. So where do you want to start with beliefs or things that like we're, we're confused about? Maybe let's just start with our beliefs. Okay. Or something right. that we think that like, yeah, okay. that could like, I, I get it. Like, again, we've said it a million times, but the main takeaway I do feel is that like, I do feel like we are immortal spiritual beings um, or souls. And I'd like the whole, like, it's not like you have a soul, you are a soul. Right. I, you know, yeah. and that's that the same thing with me. Yeah, that distinction I quite like, and um, I'm, I take that away from this, which it's like, I'm sure there's other ways that we could, I, I mean, that's, this isn't the only time I think that kind of thing has ever been said, but right. whatever, like, like, but I like that. And then for me, um, uh, yeah, I, I also really resonated with the whole, like, you know, like this, um, your history's like like almost intentionally scrambled so you know even the best sleuth like you were saying couldn't possibly figure the story out because it's not it's not really designed for you to yes right yeah 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 i think that that that's true too i felt like that but then on the other hand it was weird because she talks about the domain having like it sounded again to like i guess this is not the the thing, sorry, this is not the belief. These were the things I had questioned about. But okay, are there any other beliefs? Because I agree with oh, you. Oh, uh, yeah, because I, 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 got, I got a lot of things that don't sit well with me. Oh, and then, um, yeah, I guess, uh, uh, I just think, like, um, I agree with or resonate with the fact that I feel like my memory has been taken from me in a lot yeah. of ways. Or like I, or not, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I feel that way too. I feel like we don't know a lot of what's happened. We're, we're really cloudy about our, the history of our soul and it's hard to know really what's true information or what's not because there's so many, there's been, there's so much programming that's happened throughout the ages, even in our recent history that we can easily identify that it's and name it like, even in our own current life, we can see these types of programming happening from cultural yeah. experiences to family, to schools, to society, you know? So like that kind of programming happenings happens in one life. So you can imagine that those happened like over a long Throughout time. Yeah. yeah. So how do you know what's really real? It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, I would, I would agree with you all those things. Yeah, that's sort of the, the main things that stick out for me. And then the things that, okay, so anything else that, that stuck out for you, like in terms of? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's it. There are definitely a lot of skepticism, but I, I, I definitely, I liked the whole, the ISBE thing, like us being the eternal beings and immortal beings and all that. And I know we may have heard it in different places, but I liked, I, I liked the, the idea that that it that we're that evolution is flawed not that i completely disagree with evolution but i could I like once i started reading it, i'm like oh yeah I it mean, doesn't make a hundred percent it doesn't no, it doesn't at all and the creationism like i haven't really read creationism but i can imagine like that doesn't make sense to me well either. yeah that's that's also just like uh, that that's as much but they're both mumbo jumboed they're both yeah. like meh, 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 meh. 
Right. They're just, yeah, they're like dogmatic or they're just, they leave room for a lot of questions. I mean, for me, like the religious dogma, dogma stuff is just like, I, I how, how much yeah. are you going to trust these like scrolls from 2000 years ago that are like uh, interpreted a million different times by a million different people and, and information's make, left out anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then they intentionally leave things out and don't leave the, I like the, the, that information doesn't do anything for me. Sorry. That's right. like not my pinnacle of what I'm going to consider truth. But yes. at the same time, I'm also like, you don't have a missing link in how we got from an ape to a human. And I've never seen, we don't have any examples of actual species, new species being born of one species. Right, right, right. You know, like, like yeah. you can see fruit flies and stuff that will get, I believe in adaptation to yeah. environments. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But like, so it's almost like I, I agree and believe in, and I always have believed in like, um, microevolution but not macro evolution yes it just doesn't I agree. seem to make 100 percent sense yet no. and then you know um also i get i get really it is okay when people get super like okay i have this one friend who will use like super colorful language about how stupid i am if i that i don't 100% buy into current science's notion of evolution and he'll just like just use every insult in the book and you just get super violently mad about it and he like gave me this book about the pink flamingo by Dar uh, Richard Dawkins or whatever and I've read it and it, it has some good points about like you know like okay there's some weird thing in a giraffe's throat that has to go all the way down its neck and back up it's you know, just some evolutionary flaw or something, maybe, whatever, it's, it's just, it's just really minutely um, examining little flaws in, in biological organism, see that stupid dinging noise, I can't turn it on, and I'm like, Ugh. even if I turned my phone off, it would still come through this thing. Oh, yes, I hate that, when it's connected, everything syncs. <sighs> because I was on my roll and I lost my roll. Anyway, but the thing is, is that, um, and you know, it's some dumb group check, group text that doesn't make any sense anyway. It'll be like, ha ha. Um, so back to my rant though, is that uh, when people have like these, these violent, or not even violent, but like they're just so steadfast and like these things, that's when you know you have to look at something you'll be like, oh, okay. Like when people are super passionate about vaccines or they're super passionate about like, um, uh, like being in a relationship versus not being really, whatever it is, they always do these things. You kind of have to like go back and examine it and go like, okay, wait, why are you so, um, like is your identity is associated with this idea. Uh-huh. That's what or, why, or why can't you question it and look at look at it like and do um, some research critical, on it or, or critical yeah. no or critical thinking critical questioning about it or or investigate the questions that people have that genuinely people have about it then and and to look more into it like you said research it yeah I don't know people because get, yeah there literally should be nothing off limits that we should question right like nothing no yeah exactly. I think so. I think that that's one of the, that's one of the nice things about this reading and book. It's like, yeah, okay, good. Let's start talking about it. And in fact, that was one of the last things Errol mentions is that communication is the key as long, or actually it wasn't, it was Matilda's personal notes, but communication is key. Let's just keep talking about this type of thing. So we don't forget it or so that we remember, or so that we make up our, a different idea without somebody just telling us what it is. Like we use our own mind about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, so right, what so didn't sit well with me was, do you want to go first on this one? No, go ahead. Okay. What didn't, what didn't fit sit well with me was that like you're these trillion year old entities and you're still having like star Wars wars with each other. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, like the hierarchy and the controlling of things. Yeah just the i mean that just seems so um like unevolved <laughs> yes yeah archaic un, un, yeah. unprogressive right well 
I think, yeah, I could see where you're, what you're saying. And I feel that way too. Like, I just naturally feel like, come on, really? Is that what we're doing out in space? We're just like, we're, we're just looking for, for areas to dominate and to like move forward with our, with our kingdom type of thing. Right. But, and death and taxes, you know, like, oh, well, the there's companies <laughs> built all this and there was taxes and then they ran for, I mean, I mean right. some of these, these concepts seem very um, modern day human too. They're yeah. not even like, yeah, that's not, that's, I don't think that that's a fundamental aspect of life, especially in the higher, like, non-physicality realms I would yeah that's true but on the other hand we have unlimited on infinitive or infinity amounts of universes so this universe is like that (coughs) sorry but maybe those intergalactic wars don't happen in other universes well sign me up for one of those then Well, maybe you have an aversion to it because that's where you're originally from a place that's not so violent and you were deemed to be here and kind of got stuck in this role play because yeah, again, if we look at, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard to tell because we don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) We don't remember. We can't even, we can't even refer to history because it might not be right. I don't remember. I don't think I remember. Oh no, don't remember. Um, Yeah. My, one of the things that, that didn't sit well with me was just like some of the the questions about the domain because I felt like she was like again a big supporter of the domain because that's where she was from but I felt like at some level the old empire like some of the people who were outcasted to here were from the old empire and they were like renegades or they were people artists yeah but and they were rebelling against the old empire and so they were kicked out because they didn't maybe they were trying to free people from these old from these machines so they were actually kicked out into earth and so they were originally from the old empire so my thought was that the old empire maybe is just again this idea that that is is evolving because if we look at the old empire or even even the domain as two as like stagnant things that don't evolve or don't change then we're not really doing them justice either we're saying like the old domain is like this and they wanted the people like the barbarians who like weren't smart and like wanted to rule over other people and maybe there were some isbies like that but that doesn't mean that all of the domain is like that like eventually they would evolve or in their own thinking or being as well so i don't know so i felt like on the one hand it made it sound like the old domain was so bad, but then I was thinking, well, maybe that part of it or that aspect of it. And then it was hard for me to distinguish what, what like the, why, sorry, the old empire and why the domain was so like. Adamant about enforcing that they were bad. Yeah. Or that they, that, that the domain was good, that they weren't, go- that they are going to now, they occupy this area of the galaxy. They took it over and that they're not really enforcing anything and they're letting people have their free will type of thing. That was my, my, my takeaway. Again, that was my interpretation of what that was like. We're allowed to do whatever. They don't want to get involved too much. They're just looking for their 3000 people that they're, that is these that came here. And then what I'm like, so, so like, does that make you that much better? Like, I I don't know. I guess that's, I guess that's our. Well, and it was really inconsistent about how much they care, don't care about earth. It's like they're, they do some reconnaissance because they maybe don't want the bugs and all the, or not the bugs. They don't want the, us to destroy a lot of stuff because it's hard to get back. Uh, So they have some, some invested interest in maybe keeping some receipt yeah some resources like untarnished on here but right, then right. At, and at this or, and they also have some people here but at the same time it's like we we, we care don't care care don't care about you i got a lot of flip-flopping of that that i was like, yeah and here's some information for you to figure out which i appreciate because it was like they weren't uh, errol wasn't telling us what to think it was just like oh i've been given this information that i'm now allowed to share with you but i can't share any additional information like this is what i can give you and here it is and you do whatever you want with it, which is fine. It was just something that I was kind of confused about. Um, oh, and let's go back to the, the Vedic hymns. She speaks oh, yeah. about the Vedic hymns here. And she said, uh, the Vedic hymns contain information about ev- evolution. However, Vedic hymns verses, um, are verses that contain half-truths, reversals of truths, or fanciful meanings. And then she goes on to say that during when 
when there was the reconnaissance mission and they, for original 900, um, no, sorry, 3,000 um, ISBs were stationed there, they were giving the Vedic hymns to the local people. And then the people memorized them over and yeah, but she's, the, tradition. The, the Vedic hymns are like the Grimm's tells. They're not dogmatic facts. Right, exactly. They, but then on the other been hand, been abused and misused. But that's all you got here. No, but then it says later on the Vedic hymns were brought by the Domain Expeditionary Force to oh. eighty two hundred years ago. And this is if if so. My thought was if this is true, if if she said earlier that the Vedic hymns were half truths and fanciful meanings, why did the Domain Force bring them forth in this manner? And then apparently the verses were, were taught to some local humans who memorized them, and it wasn't an authorized activity by the domain. So no one in the domain credits the Vedic hymns for factual material, and they said that the, and then the humans said that the Vedic hymns were, came from the gods and were practiced as dogmatic fact, and the philosophy was ignored. So these, these isbis um, who brought the Vedic hymns like, weren't authorized to give the Vedic hymns from the domain, and late, like with that confused the people about the meaning of the Vedic hymns and who they came from. So it was like all skewed. So I was like, so the domain, while they're, well, they're saying like the domain always speaks the truth, like the truth in an earlier. Yeah, but the, so the, the whole religious stuff really did confuse me because they also went into even previous chapters. Remember it talked about how um, like, oh, like what is that one? Zodiac, uh, like that zo 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 zoastrism or something about how like it, it, it always talked about how yeah I think it was a zoastrism like the first monotheistic religion or something where it kind of would go back and forth about how like um, they did some religious um, warfaring with the old empire within us to to like they wanted to sh like show us that we were all isbies but then at the same time it would get misconstrued and there would only be one is B that we yeah. all had to follow and this and that. And so you, you were kind of like going back and like it, it almost in the whole entire book went back and forth, whether or not it liked monotheism or cause it did kind of say that it put Zoroastrianism, which was the first monotheistic religion. It, it, it kind of alluded that the domain influenced that, yeah. but then it also kind of, if it, if it influenced the Vedic hymns, that's, polytheism so like where, what what are you doing here like what's your what's your thing it feels like they've jumbled up the religion more than helped it well i guess to an extent but it was all our interpretation on it and also oh, right so we interpreted it like humans and plus they um like it is pointed out that we had we because we keep forgetting and because we keep getting like these um these what are they called like trances or whatever like uh brainwashing things over and over hypnotic trances then then we have forgotten or we just are kind of given this information now and it's kind of like repeating all these patterns but but originally we could have gotten some information and looked at it and kind of been like thoughtful thoughtfully I don't know interpreting it but then like because we died and have a new life we forgot it all and have to start over again right well and also, I think with the whole monotheism or polytheism, okay, so I think it goes into the whole, the whole mystery of that we're all one and that we're all individual souls. So it's, yeah, so if we're all gods, then there's polytheism because we're each and every isby is a right. god, but then there's, we're all one part of this whole experience and we can't really be separated, so there's monotheism. So it's always the, like, the whole... I don't know, but, um, polarity of it. Well, and it's like there's half truths and everything. That's true. Half truths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. So that was the alien interview, man. Yeah. And it was, uh, it's, I look, I mean, take for, take it for what you like of it or not, but it, it's look how much food for thought it gave us for like four episodes, man. That was fun. Yeah. And there's really, and really you could break it down like thought by thought, um, like page by page or chapter by chapter. It can, there's so much to it. Like you could just get into it even more. And the narrator of it, um, that was my other thought. I noticed it in the last episode, in the last hour. Yeah, the and emphasis that he puts on things. Well, not just that, but I actually noticed that he 
stopped it. And then I heard him make a comment about, I heard him say 1947. Oh, right. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, but that wasn't written there. So my thought was like, he had stopped that and was like, you know, also discussing the information maybe or going. Well, and I also found it interesting that it's like skipped chapter 12. Very oh, short. Yes. I was like, okay. What? Yeah. Maybe he actually read the transcript there. Like, yeah. So right. wait, there was a whole chapter that he was like, this is very short. Let's just skip yes. it. Yeah. And the footnotes, it would be nice to actually read the book yourself and the footnotes. And plus he, he inserted his own pictures um, which may have not been related. In fact, he put in a picture of supposedly Matilda with the person who was doing the lie detector test, mm -hmm. doctor or somebody, while, I don't remember. But um, oh, right. was that really her? Like, that was another question I had. Did she include that picture? She, I wish she had said, by the way, this is actually Matilda. It doesn't look like it because the she one on the cover like of the older. book looks, she's a 23-year-old at right. the end. She, like, when she's doing the lie detector test, she says she's 23, and that looked like a woman who was in her... 40s, like or 40s or 50s. That's what yeah. I thought too. I was like, this doesn't seem right. That that was another thing that was like confusing. But that was almost like the person who edited. The no, it, it, that's that it was. Yeah. That's my point. Is like it would be better to read the book yourself without having these inserts of pictures mm -hmm. that weren't really necessarily related. True. Yeah. Very true. But plenty of stuff to go on. Please leave your comments. Let yeah, and, and geek out with us about it if you want. Because <laughs> hey, you know, like right. We spent yeah. some time on this, so yeah. <laughs> Hope you do too. All right, well, um, stay tuned for our next episodes. We've got some good things coming up, more books. Woohoo! All right, later. Bye. Bye. Bye.